Welcome to the podcast. I'm Lottie Walker and together with the Exchange Theatre in Twickenham, I've curated a short series of one-woman shows to celebrate International Women's Day and Women's History Month. One Woman Wednesdays runs every Wednesday in March this year and we'll be introducing you to historical, mythical and personal heroines of our wonderful performers, all of whom I'm going to be chatting to in a podcast episode. So enjoy the podcast and do come along to Twickenham to see us. So today in our Zoom room, we are welcoming the lovely Michelle Yim, who is going to be kicking off the Festival at the Exchange in Twickenham for International Women's Day and Women's History Month, which is in March, of course, 2023, in case you're listening to this in a couple of years' time. Um, so welcome, Michelle. Hello. Lovely to see you. Lovely for everyone else to hear you. Thank you, Charlotte, for having me. Now, tell us about the show that you're doing. Well, I'm doing a, a show called The Ballad of Mulan, which is based on a fantastic legend that is well-known, world-renowned, uh, thanks to Disney. Mulan is a historical and also national icon in China. Her story has been made into cartoons, series, dramas, and films. And now my theatre company, Red Dragonfly Productions, which brings British East Asian theatre to uh, the British stage, will be performing this brilliant character and bringing it to Twickenham. In 1998, when Disney brought out a cartoon version of Mulan, there was this sense of excitement, but also dread. Probably because we have no idea how Disney was going to be portraying this ancient story for us. In China, Mulan is an icon of, of loyalty to uh, family, to the country. This girl disguised herself as a man to join the army because her father was too ill or too old when the conscription came and her brother was too young and there were no other boys in the family. If her father does not join, then it would mean, well, disgrace and dishonor to the family. Obviously, the family would be shunned by, by probably the whole village for being a coward or her father would have been arrested and forced to join the army. This was ancient China. Please do not, you know, kind of think that this is, you know, the kind of mentality that we still have now. Obviously, things have changed. And this is ancient China. So Mulan essentially was seen to be sacrificing herself to actually join the army in, in the guise of a, a man. But then she survives and she returns home triumphant. So it's a story about filial love, loyalty to, to family. And that's how we've always been taught. So when the Disney version came out, um, I think it was, it was quite different making Mulan a Disney princess. It did give her her own personality. There was uh, also a exploration of what does it mean to bring honor to your family? Meaning, how do you make your parents proud? How do you make your family proud? And it's something that I suppose all East Asian kids, Chinese kids especially, kind of torment throughout their lives is that how do I make my parents proud? The version that you're bringing to the exchange is the one woman version. 
I went to Edinburgh Fringe, saw some one person shows and I just thought, God, it's just one guy with a chair and a table. What's what's so great about this? But then you know what? After I did try it out in, uh, I think my first one was in 2017. It's not easy. It's not easy doing one person shows. It takes a lot. I mean, if anything goes wrong, there's only you on the stage. It's such a big responsibility on your shoulder because everybody is just looking at you. You don't have, you know, your co-cast to actually, you know, help you out, throw the energy. If your energy was low that day, you have to push it back up yourself. There's nobody to help you out. If you forget a line, you must help yourself out. There's nobody else kind of reminding you, oh, you have got to say that later. So, yeah, it's going to be a one woman Mulan, but it will be intimate. So that's the great thing about one-person shows. I realize that one-person shows are there to show the most internal thoughts and conflicts of a character. Big shows, you you see the spectacle, you see the the the, the music and the dance and movements and the whole story. It's all about looking at it from a a, a big point of view, but. When you kind of condense everything down to a one-person show, you can really show the detail in that character. And when you do it right, the audience will love you for it. You can build a much better relationship with the audience. It's like having a conversation with them, isn't it? Absolutely. Yes, it is. When you're doing a solo show, most of your time will be talking to an audience. I'm, I'm still finding it kind of hard to how to make every single sentence natural in that sense not saying that audience don't give you anything back that they do because you know they're listening to you but when you're performing with another actor they will usually kind of throw something back at you so you can react to it being a one-person show it's very hard to react to something when there is nothing to react to so you have got to create something in your brain if you're suddenly reacting to something Oh, you just feel what the audience are going through, whether you're going to play this this bit, you know, what's the dynamic on this bit? Is It's going to be a funny bit maybe that is coming up. So do you play it big or do you play it small? That also depends on how they've reacted to something else from before. Does it, you know, kind of balance up? That's, that's the, I think, the challenge that I've kind of come across. It's quite exposed, really, doing a, a one-woman show. Is it a very physical show? Have you got lots of martial arts and things in there? I'm not actually from a martial arts base or kind of background. So I have missed a trick there somewhere. I should have gone and, and learned martial arts rather than dance when I was young. And suddenly I realized, oh no, I don't know anything about war or, you know, martial arts or combat or, you know, fighting. And uh, I find myself holding a big halberd kind of thinking, I have no idea what I'm doing with this. It took a while to actually find my feet. I would say in armor and when I'm, you know, in my boots and stuff, I feel quite tough. But that's only as an actress. It helps me get into the the mentality that, you know, I have to be a, a tough soldier. And that's my mission is to kind of, you know, fight the enemy and, and basically win the war. The story of Mulan is not written in history. But it was found in a poem that was written in the 6th century. In the poem, it says actually Mulan was in the army for 10 years, 10 whole years before she went back to become a woman. 
And I find that quite incredible because there's no point in the poem where they say that she had been discovered. Nobody knew that she was a woman until her comrades came to see her two years after she she went back home. So she survived as a man in battlefield and also in the army. Now, how does a woman do that? That is a big question. I have no idea. She must have very, very harsh features as well. That you know, people would not immediately thought, oh, this is a you know soft-faced girl, you know, who, who likes makeup and things like that. She was not something like that. However, Disney Princess and Disney has made her that way, and that's I think the kind of paradox or the irony of it is that I think nowadays we we look at Mulan and we think, oh, this is a beautiful girl who has you know kind of saved her family, but she probably wasn't beautiful. She didn't stand out. I think. And is there music in the show? I don't sing or dance in this version of Mulan, which a lot of Chinese people, when they hear about it, they're a little disappointed because in Chinese culture, they do like a bit of song and dance. But I am being very Western about it. Um, Red Dragonfly Productions, we bring British East Asian theatre. So it is a fusion of, of styles. I like to look at basically bringing stories into a a Western narrative so that English-speaking audience can actually enjoy it as much as Chinese audience who know the story. Uh, my sister have made some music for the show, so it will be played throughout as kind of scene changes music and things like that and leading into the, the show. So are you off anywhere else with Mulan after you've visited us in Twickenham? Twickenham is currently my last date. So quite special, quite special. It will be special. I like the idea that it's going to be a a nice special one for Women's History Month. I mean, I'm very honoured that it's actually going to be starting the whole festival at the exchange. I have tickets from the exchange in Twickenham. It's eight o'clock Wednesday, March the 1st, as the first in our One Woman Wednesdays series. It's going to be fantastic. I'm really looking forward to seeing it. Thank you very much, Charlotte. Thank you for your support. An absolute pleasure. And thank you for having a little chat with me today. And we'll look forward to seeing the show first of March. Thank you very much, everybody. Have a fantastic day. And we look forward to having you all. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to find out more about our guests and the shows, then do check out the show notes. There's also information there about us and how you can follow us on social media, stay in touch with us and support us going forward. We really do appreciate all your help and support and look forward to being in touch with you again soon.